Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome back to the It's Karmic podcast with me, your host, Vika Bradford. We are going to do what I feel like is going to be sort of a continuation of last week's episode on the dark moon and manifestation. So if you haven't already gone and listened to that episode, I would say after this one, go connect the dots around that teaching of the dark moon manifestation and clearing your energy field because this feels like a continuation of that conversation as I'm just kind of diving into the notes I took about our conversation today. So what I want to talk to you today about is timelines, timelines, frequency shifts, quantum leaping, whatever you want to call it. Now, timelines are something super interesting because you know you hear many teachers speak about timelines Dolores Cannon other teachers um, Dolores Cannon is just the first one I could think of right now I remember first learning about timelines when I was really getting into my deeper deeper dive into astrology in 2019 I you know, had just done my full apprenticeship at that point. I, was, I had been diving into the realms of astrology for about a year fully, hard, you know, going all in at that point. And I was following Danielle Page. If you guys don't follow astrologer Danielle Page, she's really brilliant. And she was actually one of the reasons I started studying astrology more and more because her work really resonated with me on a cellular level. She talks more about the deep stuff. She doesn't go into the fluffy things. She really goes deeper. And so I had been following her for a few years at that point, and she started talking about timelines. Now, this was before the great rest or the great um, shutdown, whatever you want to call it, the pandemic, the pandemic, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't care. You know my feelings on that. But she started talking about this before this happened, about the timeline shifts. She really, really ramped up that energy, I guess, as she was looking into 2020 and saw that this was going to be a year of massive changes. Now, around that time was the Pluto-Saturn conjunction in Capricorn. And so whenever this conjunction happens throughout history of Pluto and Saturn coming together, Pluto and any outer planet, really, there are massive collective changes. I believe it was right before or during World War II that there was a Pluto-Saturn connection, conjunction, and uh, many other times when you look back into when Pluto and Saturn meet up, there are these massive changes. And she had started talking about the, the timeline shifts at that point. And I had never really heard of this before. You know, I had kind of esoterically been interested in the idea of dimensions, of quantum leaping, of all these things, but I never saw them as a truth until she started speaking about them. And something inside me really, really Uh, peaked up, let's say. And so when I started going down this rabbit hole and, you know, looking into people like Dolores Cannon and other people who speak about the timeline shifts, I was quite fascinated. And so 
from here, this started this journey of understanding that we are operating in dimensions and that there is this power we hold to shift dimensions all the time. And I truly believe that even as we're speaking to people on this earth, we might be in different dimensions. Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is how when we separate from people who are no longer a vibrational match to us, we seemingly can't get to them anymore. So think about old best friends or people you've just, you've vibrated away from. It might be family, it might be ex-boyfriends, it might be ex-girlfriends, but you seemingly can't get back into their aura. Even if you think about them often, even if you energetically are, they're on your mind, the memories on your mind, but then there seems to be no connection. You know, even if you reached out, it's like you can't physically reach them. And so in this, I've been wondering if there's this possibility and you know, with my teachings, it's all about questioning everything. We don't have a finite truth to anything. And anyone who says we have a finite truth is a liar because we don't, we just don't have a finite truth to these questions. But the idea that is it possible that we vibrate out of dimensions or frequencies and so we literally can't get back to certain people? We can't get back to certain versions of ourselves because we have vibrated out of that frequency. We can't go back. There's no physical way because we don't energetically operate in that field anymore. I hope I'm making sense with what I'm saying right now. So essentially it's like the idea that we live here on earth all together, but we are in many dimensions. And maybe this is why the Mandela effect is what it is. Maybe that's why some people remember, um, you know, the Berenstain bears being the Berenstain bears, not the Berenstain bears. Maybe it's because we're all simultaneously existing in dimensions. And yet we're kind of touching each other's dimensions. Even when you dive into the teachings of Dolores Cannon herself, she has stated that you'll dip into other dimensions. Like when you lose something where you, you know, you put your keys on the key hook, you remember doing it and then you go back and they're gone and you can't find them for some reason. And then they show up and they're somewhere else. She talks about how that is like your keys dipping into another dimension. And that's just super interesting to me because it makes me think about all these energies of not being able to get back to certain people, even if you want to, because you have vibrated out of their dimension, out of their frequency. And so when I'm looking at all of this, I really, really want to invite you into the idea that we can shift ourselves and vibrate ourselves out of lifestyles, situations, mindsets, all these things. And it might feel hard or it might seem hard at first. And maybe it always feels hard because it does seem like more work to operate on a higher octave or to have positive thoughts than it is to be in a negative mindset. It is easier to be in depression because depression doesn't move. And so there's actually no action. And though it feels like shit to be in that energy of depressive frequency, it's easier because you don't actually have to do anything to get there. It's actually like, if you don't do anything, you will end up in that frequency. And so it is less work, but you feel worse. 
right? And so there is something here to say that we are able to shift our mindset, our life, our frequency, our every day by seemingly what I'm going to call timeline hopping or quantum leaping. And what I'm going to present to you is the idea that this timeline hopping is you stepping into a different vibrational um, expression of you. So let's talk first about a lot of garbage I am hearing going around on TikTok. And I'm sure it's on Instagram too, and I'm sure it's everywhere. And it's so similar to every story throughout time, tale as old as time, guys. It is the idea that is going around that if you do not purify yourself of fear, then you are not going to go to quote unquote new earth. So what I'm hearing from this is if you do not purify yourself of sin, then you're not going to heaven. Same story, different words. I've been having a lot of downloads around new earth. And now I'm not saying that we are not timeline shifting and going to a uh, higher frequency that the earth isn't uplifting itself. I'm not saying this, but what I am saying is that what has been what I'm going to call perverted, just like Christianity was perverted, is that thought that if you are not vibrating high enough, quote unquote, or being purified enough of fear of all these things, then you're not going to go to the higher timeline. You're going to go and stay where it's more violent. It's more angry. You're going to stay in this chaos that we're all seeing and like seeing all around us. Right. And you see everyone, they're like, Oh, I want to go to the higher timeline. I'm so tired of being here on earth. I'm so tired of all the chaos. It's so angry here. La la la. Now, let me just point out, that polarity will always exist. And so if you are seeing the world as a chaotic, angry place, then A, that means that there is, A, that's your perception, okay? So A, your focus is on the negative. Your focus is on the chaos, which is not necessarily a bad thing because what happens if you see so much negative chaos, and chaos does not have to be a bad thing. But if you see so much negativity, that means that there is the exact opposite level of good, the exact opposite level of positive, okay? Because with polarity, all things must have an opposite. So if there's so much negative energy, then there must be so much positive energy. Now, what we need to do is reframe our outlook. We need to reframe our minds, reprogram our minds, cleanse and clear our energy field so that we are actually able to perceive the positive. Okay, so this is where last week's episode about clearing and cleansing on the dark moon or just getting your energy field cleared, making space for your desires to come in kind of plays out. Because if you are constantly focusing on the negative, and I'm not saying it's easy to shift, but if you are constantly focusing on the negative, you will see more of the negative. It is the law of vibration. And so if you can begin to consciously work every day, and yes, it's work, we talked about this, it's easier to be in a low frequency. If you will constantly put in the work every single day to be in a higher vibration, then you will begin to see more high vibrations. But it doesn't mean that all 
low vibrations or frustration or anger or negativity goes away. It does not. It does not go away. You live in a polarized universe. We must see everything because if you didn't see the good, then you wouldn't see the bad. And if you didn't see or taste the sour, then you wouldn't know the sweetness. If you didn't know what a bad smell smelled like, you wouldn't know what a good smell smells like. There'd be no comparison because there is no polarity. So I want you to let go of the idea that if you don't do your due diligence, if you aren't perfecting your frequency, if you don't release all your fear, you're going to go to the bad timeline. That's a bunch of fucking bullshit. And it's a bunch of the same story throughout time. If you sin, you don't go to heaven. If you're bad, blah, blah, blah happens. And like whatever it is, it's the same story over and over. Instead, work on raising your frequency in the best way possible. Do your shadow work, do your inner healing, do do your emotional intelligence healing, raise your heart frequency, Um, do the work you need to do in order to get yourself uh, feeling as good as possible. And when I say as good as possible, that doesn't mean you're going to not have shitty days. You know, learn your energy frequency, your energy cycles. If it's, whether it's astrology or human design, begin to understand how you function. Know yourself better than ever. If you know anything about me and the work I do, if you've worked with me, if you're a student of mine, a client of mine, you know we do self-study work here. And self-study work is the gateway to releasing yourself from that fear. Now, it doesn't mean that fear itself goes away. You're a human being. You have needs. There's no ascending past your need to eat food. There's no ascending past your need to excrete your bowels. There's no ascending past your need for love and dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin and regulating your hormones. We don't ascend past that. Anyone who's telling you that humans are going to like ascend past that and we're suddenly going to be, uh, we're not going to need food anymore. I've literally seen people talking about this, guys, that we're going to ascend to such a high frequency that we won't even eat food anymore. We'll just drink liquids and da 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 da. Okay, maybe that's, maybe, maybe. When we get there, okay, I'll believe it. But It seems so silly to think that humans are bypassing their experience as humans. We incarnate to experience earth and part of earth is emotions and physicality. We incarnate to experience the ability to touch and feel and experience sensuality to taste food, to experience the polarity of negative and positive, to feel emotions so deep they bring us to tears, to listen to music that activates something within us so deep that it brings us to tears. Why are we trying to ascend, I'm sorry, I say that in quotations, ascend past being human? If being human is a divine gift. Now there's a way to be better humans, you know, stewards of the earth, more connected, more conscious, more loving, more accepting. And that's what we got to work on is our acceptance, our tolerance, becoming a lighthouse so that the people around us will shine their own light, do their own inner healing. They'll look at you and they'll go, wow, fascinating. How did you get there? 
you know, and you'll say, I did my inner work. I, I've been self-studying. And they'll say, how do I do that? How do I get there? How do I self-study? Right? And then you're going to show them. You're going to show them their birth chart. You're going to show them their moon sign, whatever it is. That's being a lighthouse. But know that I, I, dif- I truly don't believe, and you are welcome to disagree. You know that. If you follow me, if you're part of my, my tribe, my collective here, you are welcome to disagree with me. But I do not think there comes a point where all humans become so loving and so perfect and so wonderful that we don't experience polarity here on earth. I think polarity is in every dimension. Do I think we can raise our consciousness? 100%. Do I think that we can get to this 5D beautiful place? 100%. There will still be polarity. You will still have to do your inner work. But you having fear, you being possibly afraid of all the propaganda and bullshit being shoveled into our faces, that doesn't mean you're not going to a better timeline because we create our timelines. So that's something we need to talk about too. If we create our timelines, look at the amount of people feeding the collective right now. They're feeding the collective fear. So A, there's nothing we can do about that other than be a lighthouse. You be a beacon of light, do your inner work, and it will change the frequency of the earth one by one. What do they say in heart resonance? It's like one person, if you could affect, sorry, if you, could shed your light and be a lighthouse to 10 people, then those 10 people would shine it to 100 people. Then those 100 people would shine it to 10,000 people and so on and so on and so on until we get this like heart frequency of millions, right? So that's all we can do. But if we have this mass amount of people feeding the collective frequency of fear, whether it's the fear in the quote-unquote awakened community, the fear in the quote-unquote freedom fighters, the quote-unquote left-wingers, whatever you want to label people as. You know, I am a freedom fighter, 100%. I am someone who's looking to work on my awakening every single day. But to lump yourself in that group and to fight in a negative, like we're, the war. I see this all the time on, on social media. Um, it's the war, the spiritual war. We're in a spiritual war, guys. We're in a spiritual war. Okay, you're calling in war. You're calling in war. Now, again, this doesn't mean we're perfect, yet you're going to feel like that some days. You're going to go outside and you're going to be like, damn it, everyone's, everyone's insane. Everyone's lost their damn mind. People are crazy. And then you're going to go out some other days and you're going to be like, wow, people are so beautiful. Look at the beautiful, beautiful moments. I was in the grocery store yesterday, guys, and I was walking out. I had just paid. And I looked over and there was an older woman. She was in a wheelchair. And she was looking down as her husband was paying. And I don't know what it was, but I looked at her and I just felt this vibration. And I started to smile. And she looked up and she saw me. And the biggest smile came over her face. It was this like childlike wonder smile of seriously an angel looking at me with so much love in her heart. And my smile just grew and we just looked at each other with so much love for each other in that moment. I have no idea who this woman was. She has no idea who I was, but our energy knew each other. And we looked at each other and we just knew, you know, we just shared a heart resonance. And this is, you know, This is us being a lighthouse for each other. This is the timeline shift. So let's talk more about how we can do this, okay? So now we know 
Uh, everyone's feeding into the same timeline. Everyone's feeding to the collective unconscious. So if we can be a lighthouse, we can shine a light. We raise our vibration. We can only do that for ourselves. Okay, so your work is your inner work, your self-study, your healing, your natural processing. Please do not keep thinking that you need to get rid of your fear. You do, like you need to work on your fear. You need to work through your fears. You'll never not have fear. You're human, okay? You can keep climbing that Maslow's hierarchy or whatever you want to look at this as, but you're human. Don't expect that you are going to stop feeling human. Please, that's like, please, I'm just, I'm just asking you to start there. From there, we have to work through our visualizations. We have to be doing this work every day. So as I mentioned, if you are not willing to do the work, then you will stay in a lower frequency. And I don't say that to be mean. I don't say that to be, you know, cold. I say that because as I mentioned, it's easier to stay in a funk. This is why people fall into holes of depression. This is why people don't heal their anxiety. This is why people don't heal their lives, heal their bodies. This is why people don't get up off the couch and start moving. It's easier. And once you've formed that habit, it's so much harder to pull yourself up into the positive. It takes work. And so if you are not willing to put that work in, if you're not willing to do your inner work every single day, a little bit, it doesn't not mean that you are, um, you know, taking a course every single day, maybe you are, but it means you are at least willing to look inward at yourself every day. You're willing to see your triggers when you get angry. You're willing to dive in and question why you got angry. You're willing to look at everyone as a mirror and understand that they are teaching you. You're willing to grow. You're willing to learn. You're willing to shut the fucking TV off and put a book in your hand instead. You're willing to, um, you're willing to expand yourself in some capacity. I don't care what it looks like. Go outside, put your feet on the earth, go look at a tree, study something that brings you great passion rather than watching Netflix, whatever it is, listening to this podcast, that is you doing the work. Okay. But then after this podcast, you're going to have to keep going. You can't just listen to this podcast and then do nothing. So we want to start, you know, using visualization. We want to start using visualization to become the version of ourselves. We know that we are, you innately are this version. If you didn't, if this version of you, this is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> if this version of you was not accessible, it would not be in your mind. So the version of you that you see, you know, that highlighted highest version of you that you see, if they weren't meant for you, you know, that version of you wasn't capable of being cultivated, then it wouldn't exist in your mind. And so what I want you to start doing is start visualizing that soul version of you and then start stepping into how you can become her, him every single day. How can you step into that version? What habits do you need to cultivate? What discipline do you need to Institute. What do you need to remove? This goes back to last week's episode again. What do you need to remove and purge from your life in order to become this version of yourself? And visualizing that version of yourself, that version of you living wherever, however, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it taste like? What is it? And then starting to visualize yourself literally stepping into that timeline, that dimension, that quantum leap 
I don't know if you need to say, hey, I'm quantum leaping, hey, I'm timeline jumping. I like to envision myself like um, at a precipice or like the, the spot where two, two provinces change, two states change, right? It's like a sign where it says like you are now leaving whatever Ontario and you are entering Manitoba. Um, that is something that I like to envision as my timeline step over. So it's like I'm in this dimension, this timeline. I am now leaving timeline A or whatever, and I am stepping into timeline magic, whatever you want to call them. But like, see yourself as visually stepping over that that uh, threshold. And that could be one way. You might see it as a portal. You might visualize it whatever way. But I want you to start calling in the step through or the, um, the movement into the next version of your timeline and see what starts to happen in your life. For me, a lot of synchronicities have happened. A lot of alignment has happened. A lot of like, oh my God, did that really happen that way? How did things fall into place that way? It's just been absolutely wild. The signs, the symbols, the things that are coming through. Like one thing that just literally will not stop stalking me is symbols around fertility. Um, bees, crocodiles, what else? The crocodile god from Egypt, Sobek, come through in a dream. Um, the goddess Ceres, the fertility, fertility, fertility. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm not ready, but I get the message, right? And so when you start to see these synchronicities, you'll know that you are stepping through or have stepped through into another timeline. One thing I also like to play with, and it works sometimes, then I feel like I flash back in and out. Um, is actually like stating that I live in a world that has clear blue skies, okay? I live in a world that has clear blue skies. That's one of my things I call in. And so I'm working on manifesting this world with clear blue skies, clear blue skies. That's what I call in all the time. And that version of me, she lives in a world with clear blue skies, a shining bright sun, the frequency of love, all these things, okay? So we want to call them in. And I want you to start visualizing and becoming that version of you even in this timeline now, okay? Maybe you create an alter ego. I've seen this. I don't remember where I saw this. TikTok or Pinterest or something. And it was talking about creating an alter ego and starting to live like that alter ego. And I, I absolutely love it. I love it. So how do they dress? How do they show up? How do they feel? How do they operate? How do they do life? What are their habits? mentioned this in the last episode. I'll like keep reminding you of it. Okay. Because when you choose their habits over your habits, that is where change happens. Okay. That's where the timeline shift happens. So now we get to change our reality through our perception of life. Changing your reality through your perception of life is changing your vibration, changing what you pay attention to, right? Uh, what's the statement where attention flows, energy goes hundred percent. When you change the things you look at, the things you look at change, or sorry, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I think of Alan Watts. All these beautiful things are true. So can we start doing them? Can we get the hell out of victim mentality? Can we get out of the fear propaganda? Again, you're not gonna release fear forever. 
but the fear propaganda, we can release that because that's bullshit. If anything gives your body a fuck no, if your body goes, nope, this isn't true, this isn't right, this isn't real, it's a no. If anything creates fear within you, it's a no. If anything creates trauma within you, it's a no. We are meant to be happy. We are meant to be in love. The only thing that is real is love. And so if that is true, then lean out of the things that don't make you feel love. You might have to process them. You might have to do your shadow work, question yourself, ask yourself questions, and then you'll come back to love. Everything will lead you back to love. And that is, that's the ultimate timeline, right? That is the ultimate timeline. So that is my short discussion for you today. I don't know if it was short. I honestly don't know what, what time we're at at this point, but that is my discussion for you today and my offering for you today. And I want to announce something so juicy, so exciting, so expansive. If you haven't already heard, I am officially running the It's Karmic Virtual Astrology Summit this summer. So the doors are opening for you to RSVP for this free event where I'm going to have It's Karmic graduates speaking to you about major lessons and breakthroughs they've had through going through this program with me. So we've got some juicy topics. I'll be teaching you myself about karma and about what is karma? Why is it so important? I'll be teaching you some juicy lessons about that. And then you will be going into a deep dive with my students around karma, grief, soul healing, and astrology. So this is your first invite into the summit. You are going to go and RSVP to join me for these live virtual calls. Don't worry if you can't make it live. I will make sure the replays are available to you. And this is going to be one of the juiciest things you join in this summer, 2023. I promise you. I cannot wait to see you inside the summit. It will be at the end of July. So you've got time to RSVP. I'm sending you so much love. I can't wait to connect with you soon. Have the best day.